Hey everyone, welcome to New Jersey Wedding Podcast. I'm Andrea and I am a full-time professional wedding officiant located in New Jersey. Thanks so much for joining me today and happy spring to everyone. I wanted to start out uh, today by recommending another private Facebook group for brides and grooms planning their weddings. Uh, this week, I recommend New Jersey Weddings. That's the name of it, New Jersey Weddings. It is a private Facebook group. It uh, says that is it is a place where brides and grooms can find all they need in one convenient location. They keep their vendors and soliciting to a very minimum so that it is a more comfortable setting for brides and grooms to talk to each other and ask advice without it being oversaturated with um, advertisements from vendors. So it's really a great, um, fun Facebook group to join. Why not? Check it out. You can always unjoin it if you don't like it. That's New Jersey Weddings. Um, so Today, I'm going to talk about a micro-wedding I did at the Robin's Nest in Mount Holly. This was my first time in the quaint town of Mount Holly, New Jersey, and I loved it. Uh, so a little about Mount Holly. It is located in Burlington County, just 20 miles or so from Philadelphia, so it is considered a suburb of Philly. I imagine many of the people that live there work in Philly. Mount Holly has a quaint, bustling main street with some great shops and a really cute dining district. It reminds me of a mini New Hope type town. And the Robin's Nest is located in the heart of downtown. It is a restored Victorian home with a vintage, nostalgic atmosphere. It overlooks the Rancocas Creek uh, and waterway. They have a beautiful outdoor patio um, dining area with this waterway behind it with tables and umbrellas, an outside bar on the upper deck, and the outside is also dog friendly. The inside has a beautiful small bar and dining room. They also have a bakery in the front as you enter. They do hold events on the outside patio, I will attach a photo from their website of this space. It's really beautiful, a really beautiful area to have a micro or mini wedding outdoors uh, with that creek running behind you. Um, so I will put that on my Facebook and Instagram page, New Jersey Wedding Podcast. So we used the upstairs loft type area for our micro wedding. This space was perfect. It was beautifully decorated in a rustic Victorian way. The couple and I stood in front of a fireplace while the guests sat at their tables. And since COVID, micro weddings have really been the way to go. There are many great venues that offer the perfect space for a micro or mini wedding. Without the traditional reception being held after the ceremony, well, the main focus becomes the ceremony. It becomes the main event. This gives me the opportunity 
to create a personalized ceremony that embraces what the couple wants their ceremony to reflect. It is important to create and officiate a ceremony that captures the guest's attention to make it meaningful by adding personal wording, a beautiful reading, and or a unity ceremony. These ceremonies can be fun and lighthearted, a ceremony that brings a smile to the couple and the guests that makes everyone feel the love, captures a moment, and adds maybe a little laughter as well. Uh, these ceremonies should really engage everyone. I advise that when you have a micro or mini wedding to work closely with your officiant on your ceremony. Other ways to make your micro wedding special and give it a little extra touch? Hire a live musician, a guitarist, or a violinist. Create a romantic setting. Since it is a small wedding, uh, perhaps you can spend a little extra on the flowers. And again, since it's a small gathering, you can spend a little extra and have an excellent meal. You know what I mean, really fine dining, high-end, high-quality, fancy meal with all the trimmings. And of course, have the traditional um, wedding cake with the cutting of the cake. And even though you will not have a traditional DJ, I suggest you have a space for all those first dance traditions and maybe one or two slow dances for all the guests to join in. Um, having music played by a live musician, now that's very romantic. You can also involve your guests with some games. Uh, turn your reception into a fun, intimate dinner party. This is a perfect way for guests to break the ice and start a conversation and involve them. Indoor table games um, are fun. Uh, there are Mad Libs for wedding advice that you can purchase from Amazon. Remember ad libs from when we were kids and how funny they were? <laughs> now imagine reading these after your, uh, you get home from your honeymoon. <laughs> or better yet, you can have your guests read them during uh, dessert time. Or how about the bride and groom trivia game, also available for a reasonable price online? Leave these at the tables for your guests to fill out and enjoy laughing with your friends and family as you take turns reading them. If your wedding is outdoors, giant Jenga games are fun. Cornhole is another popular game. And I've also seen the giant Connect Four horseshoes, and couples ring toss. So since it's a smaller gathering, it's just like having a dinner party, a large dinner party at your home or at a venue, and you can all interact with one another. So this particular ceremony that I did at the Robin's Nest was a very traditional one. The bride and groom chose a non-denominational, lightly religious ceremony. They wanted traditional vows, a traditional ring exchange, and we included some prayers. The one thing that we did include um, was uh, the bride's father couldn't make the journey. He, he wasn't up to it, too elderly to make the journey um, to be with them. So we included some special wording that went like this. On behalf of the bride and groom, I would like to thank each one of you for sharing this happiest of days with them. They also take this opportunity to remember with love those who are no longer with us, 
They are always in our hearts. We also acknowledge the bride's beloved father, William, who was unable to make the journey to be with us today. He sends his love and blessings to Michelle and Greg as they begin this new chapter in their lives. Um, we have been acknowledging virtual guests too at weddings lately, obviously because of COVID. We just add that one line, um, those who are joining us virtually. You know, we also uh, welcome those who are joining us virtually. You can also remember loved ones who have passed away in various ways. You can do it simple with uh, the bride and groom would like to thank you, their family and friends for honoring them with your presence today, surrounding them with your love and choosing to celebrate this memorable day with them. They also take this opportunity to remember with love those who are no longer with us. They are always in our hearts. Or another way uh, to thank the guests and acknowledge loved ones is this is a day that Mary and John will always treasure. So it is with deep gratitude in their hearts that they thank you, their family and their friends for making this special day even greater by sharing it with them. They also take this opportunity to remember with love those who are no longer with us. They are always in our hearts. Um, another example is, on behalf of John and Mary, I would like to say a sincere thank you. Whether you have traveled near or far, they are grateful you have chosen to celebrate this special day with them. They also take this opportunity to remember with love those who are no longer with us. They are always in our hearts. You can also choose to mention names. We simply add the line, we especially remember or we especially pay tribute to the bride's beloved mother, Sarah, whose love and support will always be remembered and cherished. Or you can choose to light a candle or say a prayer. Uh, another nice thing to do at the beginning of the ceremony is when you thank your guests to also thank your parents or other loved ones who were involved in making this special day. You could say something like, John and Mary would like to begin this ceremony by thanking their parents who have taught them the true meaning of love and commitment. They thank you for your unconditional love and support that you have always provided them. The bride and groom wish to extend a sincere thank you to their family and friends as well. They are so happy to share this special day with all of you and feel truly blessed to be surrounded by so much love and support. And then you can also include the um, remembrance of loved ones right after that. I have many ways to um, thank your friends and family, your parents or special loved ones, uh, as well as acknowledge loved ones who have passed. I will include a link to this on my Facebook page and my Instagram page, New Jersey Wedding Podcast. Um, so to continue, let's talk about the venue. My opinion, the pros, it is a quaint Victorian setting, a great outdoor patio, and they have excellent reviews for their food. I must say it looked fantastic. 
they also do off-premise catering. So they know what they're doing. The bathrooms were clean and large and the staff was very friendly. Cons. I don't really have any. It's a small venue, so micro or mini weddings only. The venue did not have a maitre d' to organize the processional and the bride's entrance. We were on our own, but for me, that is not a problem at all. I'm a professional officiant, so I easily organized the processional. And I worked with the photographer, how they will enter so that she could get that coveted first look shot. So if you uh, do not have a professional officiant, uh, then you're on your own with organizing the start of the ceremony and the processional and recessional. I must say, I really liked this venue. It's a great restaurant with a rustic Victorian atmosphere and just perfect for micro or mini weddings, both inside or out. I will post photos on my Facebook New Jersey Wedding Podcast, my Instagram, New Jersey Wedding Podcast, and my website, NewJerseyWeddingPodcast.com. So tell me, did you have your ceremony at the Robin's Nest or did you attend a wedding there? We want to know. What was your experience? Share your advice. Share your experience. It can be a heartwarming story, a comedy, a tragedy, a, oh no, she didn't, or oh no, he didn't story. Share your advice. Is there something you did that you regret? Is there something you didn't do that you regret? Ask your questions. I never share your email, just your stories. And ask your questions about anything. Do you have a question about another venue in New Jersey? A question about a ceremony or how to include wording on something, please ask and myself or the fellow listeners will answer. Email me at andrea at thisjoyous.com. A-N-D-R-E-A at T-H-I-S-J-O-Y-O-U-S.com. Contact me through my Facebook, New Jersey Wedding Podcast, Instagram, New Jersey Wedding Podcast, or my podcast website, um, check out that website. It shows links to all the other podcast episodes I have done that you may find interest in, and that is www.NewJerseyWeddingPodcast.com. You can even send me a voice message through my Anchor podcast site. So listen for free wherever you get your podcasts. Peace, love, and be married. I am Andrea Pertel, your local Jersey Shore wedding officiant and owner of For This Joyous Occasion Officiating Services. This podcast is brought to you by For This Joyous Occasion Officiating Services, located at the Jersey Shore and serving all of New Jersey. I provide religious, non-denominational, spiritual, non-religious, and interfaith personalized wedding officiant services. I am honored to work with couples of all faiths, 
traditions, and lifestyles. Check out my website at www.forthisjoyousoccasion.com. That's F-O-R-T-H-I-S-J-O-Y-O-U-S-O-C-C-A-S-I-O-N.com. Peace, love, and be married. Your local Jersey Shore wedding officiant.